Hi, I'm Leah. And I'm Vicky. And welcome to our podcast, Spilling the Spirituality, where we are serving up a cup of what's hot in the spiritual community. We invite you to grab a cup of your favorite beverage and join our conversation. I'm Leah and I'm Vicky and we are here today for another episode of our Spilling the Spirituality podcast. Today's hot topic is going to be expansion and more specifically the dark side of expansion and how whenever we start to grow sometimes we don't always talk about how difficult the process actually is because we sometimes think expansion is supposed to feel really good and it does and sometimes it feels really freeing but at the same time we often get stuck whenever we're trying to make a big move and we don't move forward. And this is something that's come up for me a lot. It's come up for my clients a lot. So I just want to talk about this and put it on the table a little bit because growth is hard. And I feel like not everybody talks about that. Sometimes we talk about the light side of growth and the beauty of expansion. And that is, it is a beautiful process, but along with that beautiful process comes facing your darkest fears, (laughs) facing yourself, facing your shadow, and then also a lot of really uncomfortable feelings. And I just wanted to share something that I've been going through the last couple of weeks, because I've been going through a huge expansive process where I'm going to be honest, sometimes I feel like when is it going to be enough? Like the growth just never ends. (laughs) I feel like since this journey has started, it's been transformation after transformation. I think for a really long time, I thought it was going to be over and I was just going to be like my best self. And then I could move on from there. And then like everything would flow really easily. And I think I'm starting to realize that's actually not the case. I think it's this constant process of evolution and expansion and becoming better and better and better. But I'm going to be honest, the transformations that I've gone to are always really, really hard. And I've always been really, really resistant to them. <laughs> always. <laughs> like, I'm a little brat about it, if I'm being Because <laughs> um, I'm like, why do I have to grow more? Haven't I done enough? It's like that inner child of why aren't I good enough kind of thing. And I'm like stomping my feet. You're not my real mom. And all this kind of stuff about my my what my higher self is guiding me to do. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been going through yet another process. I'm really starting to get some projects off the ground that I've been waiting to do for a really, really long time. So as I've been doing this, all of these feelings of anxiety keep coming up and motivation, and I have had to work through them. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about, just because not everybody does talk about this, is I think sometimes whenever we start coming up with those feelings, we think either something's wrong or we have something else to heal, or there's something else coming up that makes us not feel ready. And that can be the case sometimes. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. But I also wanted to talk about how whenever we've been through trauma and we've been through disappointment and we've been through things that have not worked out well for us in the past, those feelings aren't necessarily our intuition. Sometimes it's just that fear that we have to work through and that shadow that we have to work through in order to move on to the next level. So that's kind of what I've been wanting to talk about a little bit is this expansion and growth and trauma and all that kind of stuff. Vicki, have you experienced anything like this? Oh, yes, very much. And like, I want to say thank you for sharing that, because I think this is so relevant right now to so many, so many people, including myself. You know, when I first started out on this journey, I, I thought that success was a destination. 
Um, and I think a lot of times that is how it's portrayed. And so you spend this time trying to get to a destination and get to an end result that so often like in on social media is portrayed as this magical Disneyland. It's basically portrayed as Disneyland and I love Disneyland. So I, I was bought in hook, line and sinker. I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want all of this. I want all of this. And so as you start experiencing these things, breaking out of these, this comfort zone, expanding and growing, all of a sudden, it really kind of sets you back when you have these challenges and these shadows that come up and this unhealed trauma that surfaces. And you're like, what's going on? Like, this isn't what they're telling me. This isn't what they said it would be like. No one was talking about the reality of what it is to be successful and to grow. And I think a lot of times this is where it's bypassed with things like positive mindset and affirmations and gratitude. And I have absolutely nothing against any of those things. Absolutely nothing. And those tools served me at the start of my journey and they serve me now and they serve many, many people. So I want to make that really clear that I'm not bashing those tools. What I will say is that I've noticed there are people out there who bypass the healing as positive gratitude mindset work and it's just not the case and the important point here is to make you aware that it's so normal and natural to experience these uncomfortable traumas that come to the surface as part of your growth journey and I think we've all heard that growth is not linear and you know you know, there's that that little meme which has the squiggly line of what you thought growth would be and then the reality of what growth actually is uh, and it is messy and it is messy and I, I've definitely experienced that so so many times so like what what's one of the ways that you found you've been able to navigate that process do you think Leah? So this is a question that I've actually gotten a lot because in some ways I think I come off as more confident than I actually feel and I've had a lot of people say to me I'm not like you I can't do that I'm not like fearless or something like that and I don't know what to say when people say that to me because I'm afraid all the goddamn time. I am always afraid. So it's not that I'm not afraid it's just I found there's not really anything to make the fear go away except for doing it itself. And this has been the theme for everyone around me right now, not only myself, <laughs> because um, I'm definitely going through it. But it's funny because I have a couple friends who are going through similar things where it's like you take that leap and it's still terrifying, especially as you're waiting to see where things fall, whether it's in your business or your personal life, you're asking someone out or like shooting your shot, so to speak. You know, it's the fear doesn't necessarily go away. The fear is something you just kind of have to do it anyways, because sometimes doing it's the only way to make the fear stop. And just because the fear is there doesn't mean it's not something that you should do. Now, when it comes to actual tools of getting through the fear, though, because sometimes it's not that simple. And guys, whenever we're talking about stuff like trauma and stuff, sometimes this can be really, really deep stuff that we're working through. Um, Deep rejection wounds, deep abandonment wounds, deep um, fears from this life, past lives, other dimensions, what have you. So we're this isn't something I take trivially either. And if there's something that's like, we're talking like PTSD triggers where you're having a hard time truly moving forward, there's no shame in that. And it's okay to get extra help with that too. Um, with through Whether it's through qualified mental health professionals, whether it's through whatever you feel guided to work with, but it's qualified mental health care is super important whenever it comes to the deep, deep stuff. But when it comes to more common everyday kind of fears, anxiety, stuff like that, One of the things that's helped me the most is mindfulness. Um, And I know it's so cliche right now. And (laughs) 
<laughs> in a way, I hate that, but I also love it because it's so useful. And I'm so glad that so many people are um, taking advantage of how powerful it is. But one of the reasons that I found mindfulness to be so incredibly powerful for me in this journey is because it taught me to be with my feelings instead of bypassing them. Because what can actually happen when we're not aware of our feelings and our fears is we might make up a whole bunch of different excuses for why we're not doing the thing when we're really afraid. It's not that we're sitting with ourselves and being like, okay, I'm really afraid. I just need to get through it. It's like, oh no, I'm not like that. I can't do that. Or it's, oh no, I can't do that. I don't have time. Or, oh no, I can't do that because of all of these different reasons. And we tell ourselves those reasons. We tell ourselves those stories and that becomes our reality. But maybe it's not really that reason. Maybe it's just fear. It's not always fear. Sometimes we do have real reasons. And one of the things I want to talk about in future episodes is, the fact that in the spiritual community, we don't always acknowledge the material reality of some people and not everybody has the privilege of financial security and emotional security and all of this other stuff that we really need to work on. And I hope to create in this world, a world where everyone has that kind of security so that they can be on that same playing field, but not the reality is not everyone has that right now. Not everyone's in a space on Maslow's pyramid where you can just start thinking more positively and change your beliefs and all of a sudden everything's going to change. However, for a more one-of-the-mill people, if you actually do have financial security and that sort of thing, um, it can really, really help you be with your feelings, and it can really help you understand your true motivations for doing things. Because until you acknowledge a problem, until you realize it's there, until you accept it, but until you see the truth of an issue, you can't really face what's really going on. And this week, I've had to sit with myself and with my anxiety and be like, what's really going on? Is it that I am struggling with fear? Is it that I really don't have time to do this? Is it that I don't want to do this? Or is it that I'm just really afraid that I'm going to be rejected? Is it that I just want to fit in and I don't want to be some weirdo with a spiritual podcast? Is it that I worry that I just don't fit in anywhere? All of those kinds of things that we have where a lot of those fears come up. So one of the things that I've started doing is doing some grounding exercises when I start noticing these feelings and just kind of breathe them out and breathe them in and stop trying to change them. Because that's another thing I used to try to do as we, as Vicki said so eloquently, is I have tried to get to this destination of not being afraid anymore. I've tried to get to this destination of only being positive and happy and light and high vibration and keeping my vibration high and all of that stuff. And the more that I go down this road, I realize that that's like completely not the point of anything. It's not the point of being a human. It's not the point of being alive. It's not even possible if I wanted it. I mean, I've tried. It's not, I don't think it's possible. I've been trying for years and years. And I think a lot of us start this spiritual journey because we want our suffering to end. I mean, not everyone wants to admit that, but I can fully admit that I just wanted to stop suffering. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to read all this stuff about Buddhism. And that's how my spiritual journey started. And I'm going to, I'm going to make the suffering stop. I'm not going to feel bad anymore. I don't want to feel bad ever. You know, I'll go through, I would go through these phases and I'd start feeling really good and I'd be high vibe and I'd be all positive. And then I'd go back down and I would think that there's something wrong with me. But the truth is that the human experience has highs and lows. The human experience has fear and joy and all of these different things. And despite the fact that we all want to feel better, ironically, I think what makes us feel worse is pushing those feelings back instead of bringing them to the front, acknowledging them, feeling them, and let them be. Whenever I acknowledge how I'm feeling and just allow it to be and stop trying to change it, it usually just passes. But whenever I'm fighting it, I, it like lasts forever. <laughs> Because I'm just trying to like stop it. And then since I can't allow it to experience, it just kind of gets stuck inside of me. And then as I kind of continue out throughout my week, it just like manifests itself in all these other things I don't want it to manifest in. Um, 
so that's kind of what I what I have to do is I have to ground myself. I have to acknowledge how I'm feeling. And then I just have to do it anyways. But I, I'll tell you, once you start naming your feelings, once you start acknowledging your real motivations, it really takes the power away from them in a different way. I absolutely love that. I think there's some absolutely cracking tips there for people to, if you are struggling with this, if you are feeling anxious, if you feel it, I think it's that feeling of feeling like, am I holding myself back? Like, I know I, where I want to get to. But there's all these things in front of me that are stopping me. And Leah has just given you some amazing techniques there that you can implement into your into your day. And when you were talking, something that really came through for me is, you know, one of the shadows that I had, which was like victimization. It was this always putting myself in a position of being the victim and never having enough, never being able to do anything by myself, always kind of wanting someone to come and do things for me and save me in some ways. And I felt like like I used to, I used to stay in that state and I used to, I used to get people to validate where I was by, you know, helping me and by feeling sorry for me. It's almost like, you know, when you've expanded to a new emotional consciousness, when you can look at that and actually recognize it in yourself. And then it becomes very much like you said, observing, you kind of go into this, instead of reacting, you go into this stage of observing and a metaphor that I love to use is if there's any Harry Potter fans out there it's going into that cupboard under the stairs and just being in there with your thoughts with your feelings and just sitting with them and creating space for them and not running away from them you know just being with them and just feel into everything that's coming up because that truly is the only way to, to move through them. And I think the other thing is to know is that this happens at every level. Fear, expansion, it happens at every level. It's not something we can outrun or escape. And I think there's a level of acceptance that comes with that. Once you can accept that this is how it's going to be, I definitely think it gets easier but there's going to be different challenges. Every time you expand, there's going to be new challenges because you are stepping up. I, I know that personally, over the last couple of weeks, I've taken my business to a whole new level because I have, I have done the things that I was previously too afraid to. And I pushed them away and I said, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. Or I can't do that. Or I don't know how to do that. Or that that's not for me. And by slowly one step at a time, just learning something new and I think this always comes with learning something new every time I have to learn something new I go into this panic state this overwhelm this fear this oh my god I can't do this I cannot do this and it's there's definitely a bit of conditioning there and it's almost like we have to decondition whatever has you know got us to that stage of thinking we can't do things or we're not good enough and coming at it with a real different different approach, with a positive approach, with like, okay, I'm just going to try this and see where I go. And view it more like a, a puzzle, like view it as a, as a challenge. Like, how can I get to the next part of this challenge? How can I move forward just one step at a time? And I think for me as well, definitely chunking it back into those, those small steps is another great thing. Like it can be as simple as creating a to-do list and just getting everything out visually on paper like that that is a really great way to just take all of the overwhelm out of your brain and see what you have to do and it's going to allow you to prioritize things as well mm -hmm. and if there's anything there that you're thinking oh I don't know I don't want to do that I'm scared of that I'm going to take you back to exactly what Leah said and ask yourself why 
is it really that you are, you know, you don't have time or is there something deeper going on? I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot that can come out of that evaluation process. Absolutely. And I think that's another thing that you're kind of hinting at here is that expansion really is a journey. Like I know it's so cliche and we all say that, but it's really true is that you cannot get this wrong. Like you can go to the grocery store in 10 different ways, I'm sure, from your house. You can take the back way, you can take the highway, you can take the easy way, you can take the hard way. You're going to get there either way. And there's no, it's not wrong for you to do that because you don't have a values judgment on it. Unless you're really, really picky about things, you probably don't think there's a right or wrong way to get to the grocery store. I guess some people might, but that might be a conditioning kind of thing. You might want to look at that a little bit if you do. Um, but that we don't put that values judgment on it. But when it comes to ourselves, we feel like we need to prove ourselves so much that we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't give ourselves enough freedom and grace to fail on this journey, to work harder. And I don't even believe in failure because you don't really fail until you stop trying. Um, and even if you do something that doesn't work out, it's okay. You cannot get it wrong. You learned something from that. And that's going to take you to whatever it is that whatever your goal might be, whether that's happiness, whether that's business stuff, whether that's just your spiritual growth, you know what I mean? I've gone down some paths that I felt were no longer for me after I went down them, but I've learned so much from them that that was a really important part of my journey. A lot of the different things that I've done and it's okay to shift. It's okay to grow. It's okay to evolve. And it's okay for you to shift what you're doing as you continue to grow, because something that might be right for you to do isn't necessarily what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life. It might've been your sole purpose for right now, but it might not necessarily be what you're supposed to do forever. And isn't that exciting to think that we don't necessarily have to be stuck doing one thing. And as we grow and expand, then we can start doing other things. It's kind of like, you know, whenever you have a baby or a child or something, they start work playing with these toys and they start doing this thing. And it's perfectly appropriate for where they are right now. And then they grow up and they start doing something different. They might start playing with chemistry kits or, you know, what have you, they get, they get to more advanced things. And as you grow and evolve, you'll continue doing that too. And that's something I'm learning as well, because I kind of feel like I just want to get to it. Like, like you said, the destination, like, is this the thing I'm going to do forever? Is this like my purpose? And the thing is, I have so many purposes. And I know this, I teach it. Soul purpose is one of my like gifts. That's what I do readings on. And I tell people this, but I still forget it for myself, you know? So just have a lot of patience with where you are, accept where you are and be a little bit more friendly to yourself. Allow yourself to have grace and realize that there's no right or wrong way to get to where you're going. As long as you're taking steps, you're going somewhere. And that's all that matters. I absolutely love that. There is no right or wrong way to get to where you're going. It's so, so true. And something that was coming through for me as well as you were speaking is it's like, and this is something I've experienced as well, is it's having almost this sense of guilt or shame about the fact that you're changing direction. And it's like, is it okay for me to change direction? I feel guilty that maybe I said that and now I've moved on from it. Um, and I think that's definitely something I experienced through my journey was n- not fully being able to release that guilt and shame of, you know, the fact that I'd moved on. That was something really challenging to deal with. And I think where I pushed that away, as you push things down, they do not go away. They just resurface with like 10 extra heads on them. And I think that's another thing that can make the expansion process feel so much harder because, you know, you think, oh, yeah, I dodged that one. But actually, there's going to come to a point where in order to truly move forward and open up to receive all of the things that, you know, the world has for you and that you're, you know, that is on your path, 
you do have to you have to acknowledge that there are going to be things that need to be dealt with and I think that you know we get really good as humans about dodging them and batting them away and we think we're being really really clever but we can't outrun them we cannot outrun them so I think that's a great thing to acknowledge but I would actually love to close off with just reiterating what Leah said which is there is no right or wrong way to get to where you're going because um you know it's that's what this that's what the co-creation process is all about it's about being present in the moment and not allowing your fears to take over and not allowing your fears to control the direction that your life is moving on it's it's really about being present and so that you can create the moments in your future consciously so that you can have a say on where you want to go and and not necessarily how you want to get there because that's you know that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of the choice and the abundance that's available to you you can get there by plane by car by walking by by getting a a cruise whatever you want to do there's so many methods of getting there so yeah I think that's a great a great way to close out I completely agree. And Vicki and I are creating a grounding and feeling a safety meditation for you as well. So if you're interested in doing that to um, kind of help you through these fears as you start to expand, um, there's going to be a link in the description of wherever this is posted for you to be able to get a free copy of that and join our mailing list as well. So we can keep you updated on new episodes and anything else that might be coming up. All right. As usual, it was wonderful to talk to you guys. Um, Please let us know in the comments or in our group what you thought of this. And um, I hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Bye.